Welcome to Lowering the Rim. We're talking about practice, man. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Lowering the Rim. Today we have a special, special guest. Um, someone dear to my heart. I know he's dear to your he heart, Caleb. dear to my heart. Um, and you actually wrote a song about him. That's how dear he is. Called yeah. uh, D-A-D. That spells, that spells love. love. Um. Yeah, our dad Gary is on the podcast today to talk about his memories of us watching the Bulls during the, well, I guess the whole 90s era. Uh, go ahead and say hi, Dad. Hey, good to be on, uh, be on the show, be on the podcast. Now, Dad, I just want to let you know that we have a really huge following, and so just, <laughs> um, just be sure you filter yourself. Don't say anything you're going to regret. Um, Got it. Be- because... Uh, um, our good friend Joseph Seaborn is listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so let's uh, start off with um, something I remember from the 90s. When we would uh, want you to play pickup basketball with us out in the driveway, a common theme that we wanted to do was just say what player we were. And uh, you usually picked david robinson i wonder if you had any thoughts about that oh yeah he he was uh apart from jordan he was uh my player i i he was a phenomenal player he was a big man he had a soft touch uh, great just a great uh lifelong player at the spurs now you you got to meet him right no i met um uh, um Oh golly! I'm Chocolate kidding. Thunder. Chocolate Thunder. Yeah. Daryl Dawkins. Oh, Daryl Dawkins. Daryl Dawkins, who played for the Seventy Sixers. I met him on a flight out of Canada. Uh, I saw him from a distance, and he real tall gentleman, dressed like a typical uh, NBA player of, the, of that era. And uh, so I got on my plane, and he was in. Uh, he was sitting in the first class section. And as I'm walking down the aisle, I look over, and sure enough, there he is. And I reached out my hand to shake his hand, and I said, "You're, you're, you're," and I couldn't remember his name. And all, <laughs> <laughs> all, all I could think of was, after saying "You're, you're, you're" about four times, is "You're Chocolate Thunder." You're the player that uh, broke the backboard for the first time, <laughs> and. And then the name finally came to me, and we, we he shook my hand. But my hand was like, a, if I were to shake hands with a five-year-old, that's about like my hand and his. Jeez. His hands were just massive. And well, just, just a huge, huge human, you know, just a big guy. And so we had a good laugh, and he, he was very gracious and actually gave me his autograph. And Oh, wow. Oh, I cool. didn't know that part. Yeah. What did yeah. he autograph? Like the uh, in-flight yeah, magazine or? <laughs> your sky mall did he autograph your sky mall <laughs> no no uh, so that was a that was a fun interaction yeah so david robinson was sort of your player of that era your favorite yeah, player yeah and, I, and I, yeah and i still have a lot of his cards from that oh. era Man, um, i didn't know that either yeah he was um he was 
my number one player, sort of, but you know, when Robin, or uh, not Robinson, but when uh, Jordan came on the scene, it was hard not to root for him. But uh, so together, they were my top two players. So you kind of took me there. I was going to ask you because Ian was just a mega fan of his airness and Ian, our older brother, our oldest brother, for <laughs> formerly of, of this podcast. For, for those of you who he, are new, what was it? <laughs> what was it like? Uh, do you have any memories of maybe a Bulls versus Spurs game you guys watched, and if there was any sort of tension there as far as him? I mean, I know for sure he only rooted for Jordan. Yeah, you know when those when those teams played, uh, it was kind of interesting because I didn't care who won the game. I just wanted both players to play well mm. and to do well, and that's kind of where my head was. Uh, you know, if the Spurs won, that's fine. If the Bulls won, that was fine. Uh, mm. Yeah. Now, so since I already prefaced that Ian was a mega fan. Do you have any specific memories of um, just maybe what he would be doing during games, watching games with him? Or um, well, yeah, yeah. He he he. Then, like he is now, was always restless. So mm. he'd get up and he'd get up and pace. Now he does pull-ups. He's got a little because <laughs> uh, I've been in his house, you know. Uh, and he'd be watching a game, and he'd just start doing pull-ups. And, and anyway, yeah, he's, uh, he's he still skypes you when he does those, right? He just yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, no, not so much. Yeah, he's he's more the fan today than I am. Uh, but yeah, he was always real restless. And I can remember during uh, the halftime, uh, he'd go out and shoot baskets. He. And you guys, if you were there watching the game, it seems like, if I remember correctly, you'd all get up and go out and shoot baskets during halftime. Yeah, we, I think we practiced the moves. We practiced the moves we just saw. Probably. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I guess I forgot that our court was directly attached to the sliding door on the back of the the back of the house. So, like, once you stepped out, you were on the court. That little slab of wow. concrete yeah well yeah that's when we lived in indianapolis uh-huh yeah and yeah, i totally so forgot about that and, and shoot it up now was he in gear do you remember was he all decked out in bulls um swag yeah, had, uh, yeah once he got his um uh, once he got a couple of jerseys he'd, he'd wear them uh he wouldn't wear it well yeah i guess when he went out to play he'd wear his shoes his jordan shoes yeah, I, rem- I I do have no. a story, you know, and, and um, I'm, I'm convinced I wouldn't have done this, but he he had a pair, I think he had a pair of Jordans, and he left them at home. I don't know why he didn't wear them. Either that or he, he had saved up some money to buy some, and he wanted his mom to get them, and she did, and <laughs> took them to school. And I, yeah, she would. Oh, because he, he right. want. I think he wanted her to buy them right when the store opened. Isn't that? Yeah, uh, he would have been probably in seventh grade. That would have been probably. Oh, when would it have been? Like ninety four, maybe ninety seventh grade, ninety five. Yeah, I don't know. Been, uh, 
Um, I don't remember when. So yeah, seventh moved, grade, he just we, said. <laughs> we moved to Marion. We moved to Marion, Indiana, in 1990, or uh, not Marion, uh, Indianapolis, in 1990. So it would have been the late uh, 80s. When, okay. Before the Bulls, before the Bulls started winning championships. Now, do you remember him? Like when his, like. Do you remember the first time you were like, oh, my sons want to watch Michael Jordan? Like, this is going to be a thing. Uh, yeah, because when, yeah, it, uh, it's kind of interesting because I, I don't remember when that sort of kicked in gear, but I remember it became, certainly became a part of our lives where when the Bulls were playing and it was televised, we were watching it. What, did you, did you watch much basketball before that or was it just no, sort of a... No. Never, never. Uh, That's devotion right there. He loved his kids so much, he just, okay, I'll watch this, I guess. <laughs> he loved his kids so much, he let us watch TV so that he could do the work yeah. that he well, had to bring I never, home. I never played either, so when we played out in the driveway, or, I mean, that was just because you guys were interested in it. Yeah, I was going to ask you what, um, I mean, I have kids. What is it like when you're... Um, at one point, you're beating your kids, you're blocking every shot, and then one day you you turn around and you can't score a point on them. What's that like? What's that? Yeah. Well, I what I can tell you, yeah. So to, to I'll get to the answer of your question, but before I do, just I just want to put it in context. I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to force you to shoot over me, but if you remember, I never jumped. I always just put my hands straight up in the air and held them that way because I, I mean, obviously when you were younger, you were much shorter, but mm. my, my plan was for you to shoot over my hands just to force you to do that. And then, uh, once you got closer to my height, then I would jump, but by then it didn't matter because you could all outplay me easily. <laughs> <laughs> now that you say that, I do remember, yeah, you wouldn't, I, I don't remember you Blocking our shots, even though you very easily could have. I, I mean, I remember you playing defense, but not yeah. ever. Yeah. Like, basically ever, just making us work instead of just destroying us because clearly that you had a twice the height advantage right, uh, right. when we were younger. Yeah, and I would, when you shot it, I wouldn't swipe at it. But if it hit my hands, I'd knock it back. Yeah. I, I yeah. Do you remember any of us ever getting upset at you during a, a game? Like, being frustrated that we were just not big enough or good enough yeah well yeah you yeah if you weren't hitting it you i don't know if it was so much had to do with me as much as you know you get frustrated if you weren't hitting shots oh but, okay but that all changed i mean you all got quite good uh you know just as you grew and then then you start playing against each other mm -hmm. yeah and you're like, like and you thought Gosh, finally, I can be done with this. They can just play yeah. each other. <laughs> and I remember sometimes I can't remember how we would I can't remember how we divided, but the four of you would play, but but there were a few times I remember I would be the third man, but I'd play both sides. I remember I do that. remember that. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So, you would be like all-time defense or something like correct. that. Right. Yeah, right. yeah I, never, I remember that. I never shot the ball. I just would defend. Now, uh, um, how old were we when your dreams of us going to the NBA were shattered? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, that, that <laughs> early on. Now, did you ever think, I know that me, Keegan, and Caleb, you, surely you never thought that. You're a smart guy. Um, but Ian, I remember him at a younger age being extremely good, like coming home and he would be the MVP of his league. Um, I remember he had to, He, I think he had 23 on his uh, t-shirt jersey, maybe, but he was like a really, really good player. Was there any thought in your mind when he was younger of, man, this kid is like, he's really good at this? Yeah, you know... Yeah, it's 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 kind of a catch twenty two because you think, yeah, he's good, but how good is he really? Because I, you know, I I just didn't know. Mm. Uh, uh-huh. Again, I, not being around the game, not you know, I'm still trying to figure out how it all works, uh, which didn't take very long. I, I I had more, it was more of a struggle to learn soccer than it was uh, basketball, <laughs> but uh, but the. Uh, yeah, when he started, uh, I guess it was in, in Indianapolis. That's where he started to, you know, shine. And um, part of it was he just he just loved the game so much. I think he just worked hard because he loved the game. Mm. Yeah. Well, he was going to five the five star camps every yeah. summer too. Yeah, I mean that was a. I mean that's, that's where great. all the elite players go. Like people that go to the NBA, they're going to five the five star camp. Right. And he was playing AAU all the time and. He played with yeah. some NBA players, uh, yeah. but uh, that was when they were all younger. But so you kind of, yeah, I guess. Well, was... once he got, to, uh, once he got to, uh, I was trying to think of that coach's name in Indianapolis. Uh, he did real well under him, and then we got to. Um, was it Hill? Hill, uh, no. I thought, oh, maybe he was the assistant. I remember that kid, Chris Hill, was on his team, and yeah. his dad had some. I thought maybe he was just the assistant coach or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, he was always there. Okay. Um, but anyway, the uh, I can see the guy's face, but I can't remember his name. But then we moved to Marion, and that was eighth grade, and Ian played eighth grade ball, and the coaching wasn't so so good there. Yeah. Mm. And then he, what he, he started playing in high school, and you know he he did pretty well at the beginning there. He just I don't know what happened, but yeah. the, he and some other players that were pretty good they just you know in that uh, junior and senior year, which uh, well junior year, sophomore junior year Zach would have been there. Yeah, I I I just I I'm not convinced the coach had a lot of confidence in him. Um, and it just, it, just, it just seemed like something, and Ian would have to speak to that, but he was a good ball player, but he, he just seemed timid at times once he got into uh, the upper grades of high school. Yeah, I mean, even our experience going to those summer camps there, that program seemed kind of not so great. It, it seemed kind of, uh, what would you say? I don't know. It just seemed thrown together. It didn't seem like they actually wanted to, like, wanted the what was best for you. It was more like this just exists, and we're gonna collect some, some money off you know, of it. I think it what you're and... saying is it wasn't a treat. <laughs> now, now he he played, you know, during those summer leagues uh, over in that little town. I can't remember. There was a old gym over there. 
he played really well over there. Um, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, he, he, you know it's the summer league. And yeah, everyone in the county would just mm. get put on teams and. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was that called? Really well, there. Jonesboro, or I forget. Yeah, no, Jonesboro is down here in Arkansas. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I can't. Rem- I can't remember that little town. But it was a big deal. Um, so getting back uh, toward the the Bulls and Michael Jordan. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember? Because I remember us watching the um, the the final game six of the nineteen ninety eight finals. But it's so it's so blurred in my memory. But I know we were watching it. Do you remember anything about that last Jordan game? You know. Um... They all kind of run together to me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> no, you know, they're not yeah. a David Robinson. Game. Let me ask him a David uh, Robinson question. They, uh, no, the, the, some of the things I remember, I remember Jordan, they were playing the jazz, the, uh, and Jordan uh, shoots the ball over Stockton, John Stockton. And mom was and mom was a huge Stockton fan, so that was oh, sort of yeah, a point yeah, of contention. Yeah, she loved him. I do remember that. Her. Yeah, she was she always disappointed because the Bulls were winning, and she's the yeah, only one so, rooting. <laughs> yeah, so when we'd watch games, the Bulls against the the Jazz, your mom was always rooting for the Utah Jazz. The rest of us were rooting for uh, the Bulls. <laughs> but we wouldn't give her too much grief because she's the one that made the snacks. That's right. Yeah. But so anyway, you were saying, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Jordan's running down the court after shooting over John's. Stockton and somebody in the stands because they were playing at the Jazz and he's running down the court and somebody in the stands says, "Hey, why don't you why don't you pick on somebody your own size?" So the next time they bring the ball down, Jordan comes down and shoots over Carl Malone and makes it. Runs back down the court, looks at that guy that uh, taunted him and said, "Is he big enough?" <laughs> And Carl Malone would later go on to be a professional wrestler for well, about a week. And yeah. I, I remember it, I remember as a ten year old thinking <laughs> he should try and shoot over my dad because <laughs> You thought your dad was that large my, at the time. My dad's yeah, my yeah. dad's Yeah, he's got uh, tall. My dad's got huge hands. <laughs> he, you, you don't even know how many groceries he can carry at, at one time. Yeah. I would say. Just anyone listening. <laughs> they, yeah, one of the other one of the other memories I've had is when uh, they're playing the Cavaliers, and uh, I think they showed this this in um, the Last Dance. They're playing the Cavaliers, and Jordan gets the ball and shoots for the winning uh, 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 shot. Yeah, he shoots for the, the winning point, and he shoots over um, Elo, and Elo just. Uh, just crumbles uh-huh. after Jordan shoots over him. I don't know why that's so vivid my my memory. And then the other thing too, and again, the Lance stand shows this, is how the um, the Pistons just destroyed Chicago. And uh, I remember when they came back in '91. Uh, I I remember thinking, wow, they look bigger. And mm. in the last dance, they talk about how they worked out so much harder that summer. But I remember thinking, wow, they, they 
they look bigger and stronger than they did last season. Yeah. So that made a lot of sense. Now that speaking of that Elo shot, after he hits that shot and uh, Jordan goes into that sort of iconic celebration of him jumping up and throwing his fist. Do you remember yeah. Ian practicing that at home? Uh, huh. That's a good question. Or maybe not practice, the, practicing it, but I remember he would do that. Maybe it was when we were playing. Practicing that yeah. post-shot. He would do uh, it like that's, he would do that sort of stuff where he, he just wanted to, you know, well, sort of. Yeah, and I remember him and I, you know, and I'm sure he did that. I remember him uh, emulating Jordan in a lot, lot of different ways. You know, just whatever Jordan did, he tried to copy it, whether it was, you know, the fadeaway jumper or, or the way he handled the ball. Yeah, he actually, you say that, I just played pickup with him, what was that, in February. I forgot that that is Ian's signature move when he plays. He still has like this nasty fadeaway that you can't you can't block it because yeah. he's he's creating that space. To your point, I yeah, that was like his go-to move and I used to get mad when we'd play pickup cuz I couldn't do anything to stop it. Yeah. Um and then he would always chew gum too just like Jordan. Like when he played, yeah. he had to chew <laughs> gum. Did he stick his tongue out? I don't remember. I don't remember that. I do remember he just was pretty devote, devoted to the to chewing gum because MJ yeah. did it. Yeah. Unlike Caleb, who never chews gum. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't play in because of that. So just for our four, our four listeners, Caleb, uh, he just can't stand gum. He can't be around anyone chewing it. He, I think he's only chewed it once in his whole life. Yeah, that um, was short-lived. So that's what they're referencing. Yeah. Uh, so there you go, Josie. I just want to appreciate. I just and I'm Kale coming in here. I just want to <laughs> say I appreciate that reference. I appreciate the acknowledgement, and uh, it is well, a it, it is a it is a point of trauma in my life, and it is uh, some something that I'm I'm happy to uh, uh, to have been acknowledged on this podcast. So thank you. Now, Dad, Dad, can you confirm this? This was something I said, but I'm, I guess maybe I'm making it up in my mind. Ian had that um, life-size poster of Jordan in his room. That we know for certain. Do you remember him, <laughs> like, tallying, like, marking his, <laughs> marking his height to see, you know, yes. as he was yes. growing, to see if he was going to get to Jordan status? Yeah. Yeah, there was a there was a point in time where he's very obsessed about his height. Yeah, like he just wanted to be Jordan's height. Do right? you do you uh, remember the old wives' tale of putting a drop of iodine in your OJ to grow? No, I've <laughs> I feel Absolutely like not. I feel like I remember Drew and Ian. Wow, uh, uh, we definitely didn't have iodine. I, I, I never did that. Did that. Well, was there some drop of something? In my memory, it's iodine. I mean, it might be iodine. I'm just saying we didn't have it, so I think I was just yeah. drinking the OJ straight. It's possible yeah, I'm I... conflating several memories. <laughs> but... Yeah, I've never heard that before. Well, it works. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't, no, don't do that. Ian actually ended up being the tallest of all of us, though, so he got, he got closest to Jordan, I guess. He's probably like 6'2". I think that's sheer force of will. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to be... Because if you look in the Last Dance documentary, isn't Jordan's family all under six feet? Yeah, did you notice? Did you see that part, Dad? 
where he's yeah. just sort of an anomaly within his yeah. family. I yeah. think I think that's willful growth. I, <laughs> I just think uh, Ian didn't will it enough. Okay, so so here's a here's a memory. You know, obviously Jordan was known as Air Jordan because he his hang time and his his uh, elevation. Do you remember those special shoes that Ian bought to increase his uh, his uh, uh, jumping ability? Yeah, his vertical. I remember were those, those. Are those those shoes on that Seinfeld episode or no? They have like a platform in the forefoot of the shoe. Yeah. And you walk around. It's basically you're walking on your toes on the the platform. Yeah, there's a Seinfeld episode about that. Yeah, it's supposed to build your calves, I think. (laughs) You can just walk on your toes. Yeah, so he he bought those so that he could uh, increase his elevation and hang time. Well, I remember Ian and Drew doing uh, exercise in, in the garage. Yeah, we would yeah. do. Like, we had a. He bought some vertical, well, plyometrics training system. I just remember walking out there and they're just jumping, and I thought, whatever that is, I don't want. Any part of it. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot about that plyometrics thing. That was. Yeah, yeah, we'd have to like jump onto chairs and then jump off of them, and. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much it helped, but Ian definitely was the best athlete of all of us, and it yeah. wasn't even close. Like, yeah. he was head and shoulders yeah. above all of us. Well, do you think that because he was more dedicated to it? What do you think? Yeah, I think that was a lot of it. Like, he just really wanted to be good at something, and so he he worked at it. But it also seems like he might have had a little more genetic gifting than the yeah. rest of us too because um, don't you remember I guess maybe again I'm inflating my memory but I remember thinking in high school like when he's a senior and I'm a freshman I felt like I was just and this had nothing to do with the age but just when I would look at him I'd feel like man I'm a little boy and this he's this is a man that's like a grown <laughs> it's like a grown man's body yeah you know what I mean yeah. Like, like when you see those photos of him like doing track and field, he's just like a, he looks like an athlete. Yeah, yeah he was yeah, constantly he, doing something. Yeah, he was ripped. Well, and he, he one thing he was dedicated to, you know, and I think that goes back to, he recognized that, uh, like, Jordan, not just Jordan, but the, you know, the the three guys that really made the Bulls. Jordan, Pippen, and uh, Rodman, and all of those guys had a tremendous work ethic, and I, I think somehow Ian learned that, and he let, I mean, love basketball, love Jordan, but those three guys had such a tremendous work ethic, I think that kind of influenced him to also have that work ethic around sports. Interesting, yeah, yeah you think there was a little bit of a, like an osmosis, because he was... I mean, he was consuming as much as he could of the, of Jordan and the Bulls back then. Right. So right. it had a big influence. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I never. Yeah. Do you think any of it is just part of who he is, like personality-wise, or? Well, yeah, it could be part of it. I mean, so here's the question I would ask. So, uh, would um, if it had been something else that sparked his interest, would he have given it as much? 
attention as he did um, uh, basketball. You know. Probably, yeah, yeah. I guess that, depend, that depends on the availability of the thing. Yeah, like basketball so I, was was yeah. very. So I get you know, another available. example. I would uh, they really come is top of mind. So we bought Caleb that little guitar, mm -hmm. and I think we bought drums for you, Drew. And you guys took to that like ducks to water. I mean, you started playing, and eventually ended up playing together, and. You know, had a real interest in music. Huh. And still, you know, and still do. It's just, but uh, that's true. Caleb, I guess I didn't even think about the correlation because Caleb, by the age of like thirteen, was. It's like wow, that thirteen-year-old can do that on the guitar. Give, that's you, pretty different. People were coming up and saying, "Hey, Caleb, can you play this Creed song?" And I had it down. <laughs> No one could play Creed like I could. Back so then. maybe it's the so now maybe it's a little bit genetic then. So Caleb, uh, well, I Caleb sort of in had the same behavior as Ian, just concentrated on a different uh, a different subject. Yeah. Well, I think we I mean, I think we learned it from Dad because <laughs> Dad was always working and doing something. I mean, you created a whole program at the university you were working at. Yeah, that's true. You're not a you're not a lazy man. You're uh, kind of a busybody. Like yeah. Drew, Drew, whenever he would get interested in, in something, would pick it up twice as fast as anyone else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except that's true. well, except basketball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but but you, but it was always like I think yours was always like com compact instances where like. Ian was like a prolonged interest. In yeah, you were like super interested in basketball. You get really good at it and be like, "No, I'm interested in guitar." Then you'd get really good at it. Right. And that, that yeah, that's that's a great observation. Yeah, Drew Drew's attention span was a little bit uh, different, but he he pour himself into whatever it is that he had an interest in. in Keegan, the yeah, Keegan was the same way. He got really yeah. interested in like the and one mixtapes, so he just got really good at dribbling. Which doesn't necessarily translate into being good. Yeah, he <laughs> he wasn't that good of a basketball player, but he could do everything that was on an and yeah. one mixtape. He could do yeah. all the tricks. And then he got really yeah. into skateboarding, and so he yeah. he uh, yeah. Well, and, and Drew got into the art, the whole art thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I sort of have this. Uh, it, this personality trait. Some people call it addiction. Um, you know, A D D I C T I O N. Uh, Dad, do you remember um, us watching? I think I'm pretty sure you bought it for us. Maybe, maybe you can confirm the uh, Superstar Slams of the NBA VHS tape. Do you remember us watching that? Um, yes, yes, yes. Featuring Daryl Dawkins. Your uh, yeah. Yeah, we had a couple of tapes. Uh, it seems like that we that and we used to watch. Um, one of the themes from that uh, from that VHS we use for the podcast now for the intro music. Oh, yeah, okay. A, a, a line from Magic Johnson during the. Uh, oh, uh, I'm gonna finish that thought during the. Uh, here. Keep going. Magic Johnson uh, needs to be converted. during the 
Keep going. Uh, Magic Johnson. Finish the thought, Caleb. It's I'm live. Trying. We're I'm live. I'm just thinking of tech. I'm thinking of conversation. You're calling dad on the phone. Um, now we ready. Now we ready. It's during the uh, one of the um, dunk contests. Hello. Hey, sorry. Um, Zoom has this feature I where it just went off. Yeah, yeah, Zoom only lets you do 40 minutes unless you pay for the real the real thing. What, only 40 minutes? Yeah, yeah so we got minutes. shut down. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was something on my end. No, uh, you're you're good. They just give you 40 minutes and then they cut you. They kicked us off. We were on 40 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Can you wow. believe it? <laughs> it goes by fast. Uh, this podcast brought to you by Zoom. You only get 40 minutes, and that's with the promo code lowering the room. You get free <laughs> first 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you uh anything? Oh. Sorry, go ahead. What? Go ahead. Uh, lower your minutes by lowering your rim or lower something. There's, there's something <laughs> there that could be done. Something catchy. <laughs> <laughs> something funny. Something something yeah. goofy. <laughs> I can't. I, it's not coming. I I, I kind of got this abstract thought. But anyway, go ahead. Dad, uh, did you ever take improv classes? No. Um, well, if you had, you would have come up with something. Yeah. <laughs> a friend of mine uh, actually does improv uh, as a way of uh, developing leaders. Huh. Really? That's interesting. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Improv for, for leaders. leaders. For, yeah. yeah. Dad, I wanted to get another, one more thought. Um, if you can remember anything from... We used to, when we lived in Indy, you would take us to ball cards on a lot yep. of Saturdays. Ball I know you remember yep. that store. Do you have any memories of uh, uh, of us going there and uh, shopping around? Yeah. There, you know, there are a few stores that we'd go to uh, in Castleton. And the uh, I just remember... Um, uh, you guys going in and being somewhat, you know, trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to, you don't know, have so much money and how am I going to spend it? What's card, you know, and do I, do I, what do I want to buy one really good card or do I want to buy, you know, packs or, you know, so there's always that kind of decision. And I remember one time Ian bought this card that, oh my gosh, it was way too expensive. Do you remember and, how much uh, or who it was? Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing it was probably Jordan, and it was, uh, for some reason, I, I you know, it was 25, 25 or $35, and uh, I, I took him back up there, because he was having second thoughts anyway, but uh, I took him back up there, and we got our money back. The guy, the guy didn't want to give us our money back, but I said, no, nah, this is... You know, you're gonna give our money back. Give give this kid his money back. Wow. Oh, wow. What What did you have to say to convince him? Like, was it was it getting kind of heated? No, not too much. He was just reluctant. He said, "No, well, you bought it, you know." And I said, "Yeah, but this, you know, this is a this is a young this is a young you know young boy, and uh, he doesn't need to be spending his money this way." So. Wow. And the guy said, "So measured." Yeah. 
I can relate. <laughs> I want, yeah, yeah, I, I bet I wish... that place isn't even there anymore. Do you what? Did you have any like thoughts in the in the moment of not that specific moment, but just seeing us buying so many uh, basketball cards? Like thinking, what well, are, what are they doing? Well, no, not too much because it was it was something that we could all do together, mm. and they weren't really. You know, if you just bought packs of cards, they weren't that expensive. They were pretty cheap. Yeah. So, you know, it was the, you know, the the Ty Cobb baseball cards, you know, it's, you know, those those uh, special players, those one-of-a-kind, those were expensive. But if you bought packs of cards, you know, it was, it was always kind of like uh, Christmas. You know, you open up, who'd we get? You know, and you, you know, you'd always have one or two really good players. And then you trade them, and yeah. So it was a, it was a, again, if you bought the packs of cards, it was a good, inexpensive, fun kind of activity that we could all do. Yeah. In fact, I still have all my cards. Do you really? Wow. Yeah. How, yeah. how many do you think you have? Like maybe 50 or? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, at least. Uh, I don't have as many as Ian. I know. He still has a, remember he had a whole... The entire book is just Jordan. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's. I think he's got over two hundred individual Jordan cards. That is just. That is incredible. I wonder how much. Well, I guess I don't know if those are worth money anymore. If people still do. That. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. You know, it's like those tie babies, you know. It's, yeah. You know, uh, people, people used to collect them. Oh, they're going to be worth something someday. Yeah, it sort yeah. of comes and goes. Doesn't hold up, does it? <laughs> no, no. I've got, I've got, the, I've got a set of. Uh, these might be worth something, but that early. Uh, what year was it? The, the uh, Olympic team. Oh yeah! It, oh, the ninety, the, the dream team. Ninety-two. Yeah, it's a three. Yeah, three card set. Oh, I do there, know what you're talking about. All cards? three cards connect, and it's the entire photo of the team, right? That's yeah, cool. yeah, 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 and it's yeah, it's all white background. Yeah, I do yeah, remember, I remember that one. Dad, now you yeah. have to tell. This is a based around the '92 Dream Team. Please tell the story for our listeners of you going. I think I was there, and Ian was there. You going to McDonald's to try to get oh, Ian the was, Michael Jordan cup. That was a family yeah. trip. That was on a family trip. Yeah, I think. we. Yeah, I think we were in Illinois. Yeah, and we. McDonald's was giving away cups uh, with the Dream Team. Um, and so each cup had a particular player, and apparently they gave, uh, each week they'd give away a new player. And so the idea was you'd collect all the cups. So we would go through the drive-thru, and I'm placing the order, and I tell the lady that we would like a... <laughs> A Michael Jordan cup. Naturally. And she, yeah, and she just, all she said was, Larry Bird. <laughs> and I said, no, we'd like the Michael Jordan cup. She said, Larry Bird. <laughs> and apparently they didn't have any Michael Jordan cups, and we ended up with a Larry Bird cup. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That became the anthem of that trip. We yeah. would just... Just keep there. repeatedly yeah. shouting Larry Bird at each other because she just yeah. she what? wouldn't that string together a sentence. She just Larry Bird, Larry Bird, Larry Bird. Exactly, that's the way it was. 
Larberg. <laughs> and, you know, we're from Indiana. We like Larberg, love him. Uh, but uh, come on, we wanted Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was sort of when Bird was kind of going out the out the oh, yeah, door yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. He had, he had he was past his prime. He for had sure. one foot in the game and one foot in Marsh commercials. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah. do, do you remember like um, ever ha- thinking when we were sort of watching Jordan in that in the '90s era, like just knowing that, already knowing that he won't ever lose? Did you ever have you remember any sort of thoughts like that or conversations like that of you just know he's gonna win? Yeah, there's, um, you know, there's, after probably that, when they were on the road for the three-peat, and you see him play with such um, perseverance and tenacity, it's like, this guy is, I mean, you kind of knew it before, but he was on a whole nother level. And I can't remember the game where he played with the flu, but he he was just phenomenal, and the guys over there on the sidelines throwing up with the flu. Yeah, I think that that was during that '98, that last season during the Utah yeah. Jazz series. But uh, yeah, there there's some there's some uh, moments there where you see, you know, like he he scores sixty nine. It's just he always did something that kind of want the extra, you know, mm. took him, uh, that was the extra mile. And you say, this guy, he's just on a whole other level. Yeah. And every year he played, he would he'd bring something new to the game, it seemed like. Yeah, and it felt like, I mean, I know he missed game winners, but he, he just had this legend to him that it seemed like yeah. he didn't miss game winners. Like, you knew he was going to make the shot. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, it's the idea of, you know, you think about Babe Ruth. You know, what is Babe Ruth known for? Home run. But he struck out more times than he hit home run. Mm. But nobody ever talked about that. And the same way with Jordan. He did, yeah, he, he some game winners he did miss. Uh, there were times that, you know, he didn't play as well as he could have. Uh, but it's the times that his performance was just, head and shoulders above everybody else. That's what you remember. Yeah, and then once he finally left the league, uh, it sort of left it open for your boy, David Robinson, to win his first title. Yeah, With the Twin Towers, huh? Yeah, yeah, he had help then. Duncan was on the team. Yeah, that was was fun to watch. Was that the ninety eight, ninety nine? Yeah, season? what was that? Was that the that was the season right after, wasn't it? When he won his yeah, first title? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Man, what so that was a good city? that was a good little run for you. You had a Jordan championship followed by a David Robinson championship. Yeah, yeah. Uh Ian yeah. is Ian is being recruited to go to these basketball. You're thinking maybe my son's gonna be next. You've got a Larry Bird cup you can <laughs> drink out of. <laughs> Yeah, I've got a golf play from Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, Dad. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, Yeah, thank you. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have it, you back on. Yeah, it was fun to go down Amnesia Lane. <laughs> 
Sounds good. Well, <laughs> I, I'm not oh, actually gonna, I'm not actually going to hang up good. on you. I was just going to grab the pod for editing. So we'll okay. do that now. Caleb, okay, hit uh, it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Lowering the Rim. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lowering the Rim. And feel free to email us your fan questions, loweringtherim at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.